award nominated wounded kingdom uh, and I'm, I'm i'm here i'm here for a steadying hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> um hi i'm gx todd i'm the author of the voices series um two books out so far defender is the first and hunted has just come out two more to go Ooh. four in total just to, be just, to be, just to be greedy just to be greedy i could have done that but i didn't i'm afraid yeah. from doing that <laughs> For the I sake of listeners, <laughs> RJ just held up two fingers to the audience. <laughs> you can prove nothing. <laughs> I'm Russ. Uh, they occasionally let me out to go on this show. Uh, not to be confused with Ross, who they occasionally let out to be on this show. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm Jen Williams. Uh, I'm a, a writer. <laughs> I write things. I really, really foolishly decided to have the continental breakfast this morning, so I'm starving now. Um, so if my stomach rumbles or I make no sense, that's why. Um, I'm the author of the Copper Cat trilogy and the Winnowing Flame trilogy. Um, yeah, also nominated for awards. I was going to say it's the award nominated. Award nominated. Yeah, Jennifer. Oh, uh, <laughs> and I'm also responsible for setting up Super Relaxed Fantasy Club. Hey. And I also. Oh, I'm Del. I'm generally here, one of the Brave New Earths team. Uh, so the format of the show is that Ed attempts to review a book and we try and stop him. Uh, which, given that Ed isn't here, I think has been very successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've achieved our aim. Um, so but when we come to events like this, what we do is we talk about the book news. Um, and we, we try and talk about that without hesitation, repetition, or deviation. <laughs> yeah. And then we invited RJ on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not staying on track for a bit. <laughs> um, I'm also pretty sure that you're the only person with a copy of the news, so right. you're pretty much in charge of leading this. I, I, do ha have I have a copy. Oh, you've got some on your phone? Yes. Did, did, did yeah. we distribute them electronically? She said, as right. the person who wouldn't have done that. Yeah, so Ed, Ed, Ed has written these like he sent them to the three of you. Have any of you three had any book news from Ed? <laughs> you don't need it. No. There's no prep required. Uh, I've not read no, it. I'm, it's no, fine. I'm not been, <laughs> no, no, no. See, brilliant. Yeah. This is this Unprepared. is hundred percent can't go wrong. <laughs> Can I ask a thing? Yeah. Right. I, I did a workshop earlier on. And I got 15 people singing the final countdown by Europe. And I thought, this is mental. This is the most people I will ever get singing the final countdown by Europe. But there's more people in here. <laughs> do you want to go for the final countdown or do you want to go for a different song? By Europe. <laughs> Nobody oh. knows any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you do it? Come on. What, sing the final countdown? Just the final countdown and the do-do-do's. <laughs> 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 the 
three. Not had enough alcohol to sing the final countdown. Someone may have a kazoo here with them. That would help, you know, and do that bit. Or a ukulele. It's often a ukulele. Or a ukulele. Will you ukulele? If I count them in, they'll do it. Because yeah. we're, in, we're in a room with air conditioning, people yeah. with ukuleles don't go to rooms with air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> they only go to like little rooms in the backs of pubs yeah. okay. that sell like artisan avocado. <laughs> <laughs> what does an artisan avocado sound like? I don't think they play the artisan avocado. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds yeah. like, but they say it looks like a housing deposit these yeah. days. I think that's lemons. Okay. It's a great band name, though. Artisan it is. Avocado. Artisan yeah. Avocado. It's books. books. <laughs> Not even starting. <laughs> the alliterative artisan arc avocados are in the house. <laughs> That'd be okay. a bit fey and indie, though, wouldn't it? For me, I want metal. Like massive melon. Massive <laughs> melon. <laughs> yeah. Metal melon. Massive metal melon. Massive metal melon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go see them. What, what sort of music would you play? Death metal. Just yeah. You realise you, you're making metal. him worse yeah. by, by asking yeah, me I'm, this question. I'm going to stop. You brought this upon yourself. Yeah. I didn't invite him on a show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how are any of us here? And Ed did it and ran away. Yeah, Ed always does that. Um, so the first item on my book news list. The Queen of England acknowledges genre authors. Queen Elizabeth II acknowledged the accomplishments of genre writers in the recent birthday honours list. Uh, Kazuo Ishiguro received an OBE for services to literature. Bookshop owner Tim Waterstone also received an OBE for services to bookselling and charity. Specifically genre fiction. Yeah. Actually, that's a, bit, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tad of a stretch, isn't it? Were you, um, were you on it? <laughs> have you been on it? Yeah. Weirdly, no. What about you? you know, I'm still waiting to be informed, yeah. to be honest. I don't think this is relevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> irrelevant. I mean, I've got no issue with the fact that it's been sent out the Queen of England. I, they, I uh, was on it, but one of the corgis ate it, so oh. I can't prove no, anything. Are they all dead? The corgis died. They stopped replacing them. Not all at once. Simultaneously, just bit by bit, they they stopped replacing the corgis, and now they they're all gone. They're all. No, but there was some. There was some of them in the Olympic thing in in 2012. Yeah, they're dead. So six years ago, darling. Yeah. They shouldn't have madamed the Olympics. It was too much for them. Do you think actually the Queen never liked corgis? And people just bought them and it's taken her 80 odd years <laughs> yeah. to finally say, look, zip, just stop, stop it. it. Yeah. Like, like I mean, half my friend's bedroom's full of owl things and she yeah. really hates owls. One person bought her an owl thing and everyone's like, oh, she loves owls. <laughs> and just everything from that point on. Do you think the Queen gets time to read genre fiction books? Like, because her schedule's she, fairly busy. Doesn't she watch Coronation Street, though? I'm sure I've read that. Or Emmerdale. So, you know, she's got See, time I've, so I've watched a lot of The Crown. Which suggests, because obviously that's yeah. a documentary, yeah. <laughs> which suggests that she does watch a fair amount of TV. I reckon if you're the Queen and you watch Emmerdale or Coronation Street, that is like watching a fantasy film. But <laughs> 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 old style Emmerdale would be alright, because that was all countryside and farming and stuff. Yeah. New style Emmerdale is no, just happens to be set in the middle of nowhere in yeah. York. So houses only have two rooms, Philip! <laughs> and why is this pub called the Queen Vic? Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> she been there? I have a feeling they've like made her go on a tour of Elsie no. Studios. They forced her to go. Yeah. yeah. Like I imagine a lot of the stuff the Queen does, she's just like, 
She just looked quite do you think miserable. She was surprised quite that there was only one brand of gin and it wasn't one she wanted to drink. Do you want to know that a secret Emmerdale fact that not many people know? Not is it secret? The you know it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's proper. It's a properly secret Emmerdale fact, and if you watch Emmerdale, it'll ruin it for you. It's filmed in a place called Eshall, which is just up the road from where I used to live, and it is right next to a sewage farm. So, no. Yeah, so it stinks. <laughs> so Aww. when you watch Emmerdale, I'm thinking, oh, they're glamorous. They also smell. <laughs> is I that why Seth grew such a big tash? Probably. <laughs> so I have like smell. a new approved kind of well done on their acting though. Yeah. They're powering yeah. through terrible smell. But one of my favourite Harry Hill things ever was when he refilmed um, the Emmerdale opening credits with a, a camera zoomed in around the broccoli. It was like, It was amazing. Anyway, books. Books. Brooks. Tor.com Publishing will open to novella submissions for two weeks, starting July the 30th. They will be considering novellas as between 20,000 and 40,000 words in both the science fiction and fantasy genres. Uh, if Inspector Stephen fits the bill, we want to take a look at it. Um, and they would basically, if, if you are not a white middle class man, they'd really like to hear from you. I'm summarising. If it's speculative. Yes. If Inspector Stephen fits the bill, i.e. 20,000 words, we want to take a look at it. Oh, Speculative is like the posh way of saying science fiction or fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. If, you, if you want to make it sound sexier than... Um, yeah, if you're Margaret I Atwood, thought it was saying like... Yes, exactly, yeah, if, you're, uh, if you are, you know, literature, this is stuff you get that to say speculative. Happen. This is stuff that might happen possibly perhaps. It's also designed to confuse those of us who have to organise panel items when somebody just emails in with, um, with SF and, um, you know, just a few days beforehand, you have to remember to ask them, um, which SF did you want here? And then wait for the reply. But so sometimes that means speculative fiction. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so blow your mind. It's like a blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. <laughs> it explains a lot. <laughs> times where you're like, does it feel like science? Isn't, isn't it a bit late to find that out? Because we've, yeah. like, we've got like fourteen days. Now. Yeah. Everyone in the audience now. It's your challenge. Fourteen days. Well, it's, it's to send them a. a 40,000 word novella. Two weeks starting July 30th. So you've got oh, yeah. 16 days and then another two weeks oh, on the 14th when we record this. You can do that. Easy. And 20,000 words, yeah. Let's do 1,000 words a day. We could do it right now. Yeah. Piece of paper. Yeah. This you, do, you do 2,000, you do 4,000 yeah. words. <laughs> <laughs> Done. This probably won't go out until after the, cl- the reading period closes. So we could make up like all books about talking two hours. <laughs> and if everyone here writes 40,000 word novella about talking to our in space um, I think <laughs> it's a trend yeah then sends it to Tor they're just going to be sat there going what's what what have we missed somebody is going to have a, an anthology at that point which is going to be all about talking <laughs> to hours in space the talking to our movement in 2018 <laughs> I really like both these ideas I tell you, we should like engineer if you if you could make any animal talk, which which one would you go for? You do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to be fair, it's why we keep on inviting back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but the anthology is going to be called "Barking Up the Wrong Dimension." I've decided. Oh, oh. oh that's lovely. Uh, 
I would potentially be interested to know what squirrels are thinking. Oh, do you know what they're thinking in my garden? Oh my god, it's that cat. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. But like, I once, I was, I, where I used to live, to walk to my old work, I used to walk past a lot of squirrels. And um, I was walking along once and I saw some movement out of the corner of my eye and I looked and there was a squirrel, it, like half in a bin, with a piece of pizza in its mouth. And it just looked at me and just like slowly put the pizza back down and then walked backwards a few steps and just watched me until it thought I was out of eyesight and then picked the pizza back up and walked off. But Mm. Clean on a diet. Yeah. Like, does, it, does it feel like I'm gonna fat shame? <laughs> <laughs> I'm quitting, man. Honest. Just, 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 just let me be. I just want to sniff the pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for me, I think squirrels. If you're if a squirrel, can you eat pepperoni? Like, is that okay for your digestive system? They they've gone, sca- they've turned into scavengers, haven't they? Yeah. So I assume they've evolved somewhat digestively. Yeah. You see, if that was me, I would immediately thought, oh my God, it thinks I look like the sort of person that scavenges and bins for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> me, yeah. Me. yeah um, I'd have gone home and looked at what was wearing and thought, is this t-shirt too old? These submission things, I always think you sort of have to have something ready to go, don't you? when yeah. somebody announces that in two weeks' time they're opening a submission. Yeah, it's normally something that you wrote 12 years ago yeah. and it's utter, yeah. utter, utter, can, you, can we swear on this? Yeah. Utter shit. Yeah. You think, oh, I'll just pop that out. <laughs> Send it off for your bestseller. <laughs> Oh, I can imagine novel. if that was the one that like, opened up the gateway of bestsellers. I know, <laughs> and it was like, crap, you're like, what? Like, completely mind-blowing. Or, or your 3,000-word fantasy novel suddenly becomes quite episodic. <laughs> 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 's pages is is not important enough to be to be there you're what, what internet you, man what are you doing with I'm internet what are you doing man with that time? well yeah what are you doing with that time in your life other than going well yeah well, this person at least I'll have heard of me now <laughs> yeah there, there is um, uh, an allegation that it is this is essentially uh, 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 men not acknowledging the importance of female no, writers leading feathers to this. Yeah, no, because um, Juliet is quite outspoken about it, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if some um, dreadful tiny penis little man um, <laughs> decided to try and take it out via Wikipedia. Um, so, may their tiny penis drop off. <laughs> 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 
Do you mean one of the editors of the remake of Star Wars Episode Eight? Oh. <laughs> 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 Collective mini. <laughs> How do you think that's going to work? Because it's not like Disney are going to go, oh, okay then, all right, have a go, we'll let you have the IP. No! And now you will, not. Yeah, and now you will witness the full power of Disney's lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. you know, just, I hope there's so. some lawyers out there watching any money they get go up and just sat there thinking, well, that's mine. But you know what, as, as somebody who has been a lifelong um, geek and nerd, I mean, I was the kid who had a, a cardboard cutout of data from Star Trek in my bedroom for several years. So that's oh. Oh, I like that that was an R and not a... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even even Just I, one. as deeply um, geeky as I am, feel like these people need to get alive. Mm. For the love of God, it, you know, enjoy Star Wars, but it's not your entire life. I had a cardboard cutout of Barry Scott, the Silly Man. What? That's a very specialist film. Bang and <laughs> <laughs> it came from a supermarket and ended up in our garage and I just suddenly thought, I'll have that. So I had Barry Scott in, in my room for a little bit. It got quite wearing, to be honest. So every morning, morning Barry. Good morning Barry. How did you get it out of the supermarket? Yeah. Uh, there was a suggestion <laughs> that it walked from the supermarket to your garage. Can I plead the fifth so I don't get my mum put in jail? Was <laughs> 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 she, she put it quite up a Barry Scott fan? <laughs> no, like, no, no, in the supermarket? No, she went to marketing. So <laughs> All right. Kind of I'm going to say just cut the story short. Bang! And the... And the story's uh, and, gone. And, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's gone. Uh, yeah. Sad news time. Oh. Uh, contemporary fantasy short story magazine Shimmer is closing after 13 years. Uh, the magazine, which also dabbled in science fiction and horror, started out in 2005. The last issue will be dated November 2008, uh, sorry, 2018. Uh, Shimmer was a gorgeous-looking thing, one of the few entry points for new talent out there. Um, so, yeah, like another death in the magazine publishing industry, which, um, with our connection with Starburst, we are aware is yeah. a very difficult. They were lovely, and they, they had a, a badger as their Twitter icon, didn't they? Aww. Which is that's my talking animal, by the way. So you can know <laughs> yeah, I'd be a bad I have a lot to say. Can you tell you all about their TB? Yeah. <laughs> I've had TB. What? Yeah. Why are you smiling? No, no, because I'm that goth. I've had TB. <laughs> <laughs> <And> uh, <laughs> the drugs they give you to fix you from TB, it's just it is the world's most goth, goth disease. They turn your tears purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. So I was going around clubs at the time, jabbing myself in the eyes so I could cry purple tears and go, look! <laughs> Silk handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> really I have and learned a thing. Yeah. That thing is amazing. They also make you quite ill. Oh, it's actually really bad. <laughs> I was really quite poorly. But yeah. <laughs> I went out clubbing. <laughs> You don't get purple tears that often, do you? That's true. Sorry, Shimon, we'll be with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else so on the panel have any experience with Shimon? No. I thought you were going to say TB then. <laughs> 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 Managed to dodge that bully. <laughs> they, they are lovely. I've, I've experienced them through Twitter, but I don't, I don't really do short stories. I haven't done for a long time because nobody would buy them. 
Yeah, crack a short story. I'm not, but I took my bat and ball home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite sure I'm not, it's just everybody else thinks I am. (laughs) And I'm probably wrong. Um, But uh, yeah, I think think they're a really good way for people to Mm. get in. And I think starting with short stories and working up to novels is a nice Mm. way of doing it. So is is it the internet that's killed? Is it because people don't buy hard copy stuff as much I don't anymore? Think, I don't think people buy short stories much. Yeah, the short stories. Um, there is an argument that some, there's some resurgence in short stories because you can read them during the commute. Mm. So you can have them on your electronic reading device um, and sit on a train for 20, 25 minutes and get entirely through a short story. So there is some resurgence. But if I don't, I have no clue whether Shimmer is available electronically mm-hmm. or not. Whether it was just um, dead true formats, um, and that becomes more problematic if you're trying to stand on a train that you've been squished onto um, and hold a book in your bag and all the rest of it. Whereas an evening, you can just read with one hand, is apparently easiest. Yeah. Short stories are like the YouTube of books. Yes, just manageable chunks. You mean they eventually turn you into a fascist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a leap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, no, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I, I've got a little boy, uh, and I won't let him on YouTube because if you start watching kids' YouTube things within about four or five links, you you end up at alt right nut jobs. Yeah. Oh, then it's YouTube that it's weird. as well. Yeah, and, and it's properly you're like, whoa, yeah, this is wrong. So yeah, short stories don't turn you into fascists. Just to, <laughs> just to clarify, they will make you a nicer person. Especially if you buy some of our things. Yeah, which, which, no, no you can't. can't buy any of our things. <laughs> you, you can set up like a thing, I don't know, you can set up like a little thing on your website and like sell short stories. There are free ones on my website. I, I read one of our guys, it was about um, a murderous sheep, shepherd and a zombie <laughs> sheep. Yeah. And it was Zom- awesome. Zombie sheep. Did you say yeah. a murderous shit shepherd? Well, no, he was, it was zombie <laughs> sheep and the, the shepherd was stuck in a barn <laughs> with the zombie sheep surrounding him. And it was really good. <laughs> You're laughing, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got I don't think even RJ's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's really grim. It is grim. Really, really, it doesn't sound like it, but it is. It is. It sounds funny, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie sheep, can you imagine? Yeah. Not funny. My wife read it. Uh, <laughs> my wife read it and said, I would never have gone near you if I'd read this. What was, what was the tagline? Tonight the, uh, t- tonight the flock watch you. Oh, oh, that's good. I like it. They're good at this marketing yeah. thing. It's not marketing, they're just shit puns. <laughs> <laughs> you say marketing, I say oh, shit puns, yeah. whatever. Somewhere in between. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, continuing with the sad news, um, award-winning and outspoken writer Harlan Ellison has died aged 84. Um Apparently best known for the Star Trek episode of City on the Edge of Forever and short stories I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream and Repent Harlequin, said the TikTok man. Um, his story, A Boy and His Dog, inspired the cool movie The Same Name and he was a creative consultant on uh, SF TV shows such as Twilight Zone and Babylon 5. Um, he was an abrasive figure, quick to stand up for the rights of the underdog, among other things. He once said of himself, I see myself as a combination of Zorro and Jiminy Cricket. My stories go out from here and raise hell. From time to time, some uh, denigrator or critic with umbrage will save my work. He only wrote that to shock. I smile and nod precisely. Uh-huh. Bye bye, Harlow. Yeah. But 84 is a good age. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. I t- I, if I had a cat, I made it to 84. 
really impressed. He seemed quite frightened and confused, really. Why have you not died, But it is. Why have you outlived me? Yeah, I'd be quite pleased to live through. Would you not be scared it was an animagus? A bit like, you know, how Scabbers really should have died a long time ago and no one really thought about it. Yeah. So, is this cat a cat? Cats outlive people, don't they? And crows. And tortoises. Yeah. Bloody crows! I tried to get a pet How one. How long do the crows live for? About 40 years. No way. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, tried, I tried to, you can adopt them, and I tried to adopt one, and I found out at the last minute that they they will like one person mm-hmm. with a crow. It, it will it'll be like, you're my mate. Like imprint on one. Yeah, and then it, but everybody else is then a threat. And when you have a wife and a small child, <laughs> not quite perfect. Or pet. you'd have yeah. flipped your lid if you weren't the person yeah, that really decided. Really that. <laughs> <laughs> My bird, and that's what will happen. But the small one yeah. is called Rook. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose getting a crow each isn't really a good solution there. Cover, cover Rook each though. Yeah. That would be confusing with the boy though, because he's called Rook. There's, there's a belt, so then we'd have, no. We've got a stuffed one now though, so it's okay. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> 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 when you say a stuffed one, are we talking taxidermy or are we talking build a bear workshop? Oh, taxidermy. Oh, well, like stuffed with peppers. I don't want to send this. We're just full of rice. Cheese. <laughs> uh, does anybody else have any sad book related news? Uh, someone someone else passed away in the last couple of days. The guy who got stuck in the bin. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And that made me sad because I actually, thinking about it, Stigger the Dump is potentially one of the first pieces of, let's be honest, like borderline urban fantasy ish yeah. that I ever read. Um, and I'm doing it at school. Everyone else did The Hobbit, and my class did Stigger the Dump. And it was just because it turned out our teacher didn't like The Hobbit. But it's, yeah, it's a. It's a I, think I wouldn't say your teacher was right. Your teacher was right. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think like most British kids yeah. did stick at the dump at some point. But I never did. I've oh never, I've never read it. Oh, I've it to Did you see the, the sort of seventies television? I was going to say, I used to love the TV show yeah, that came on. You had that whole thing with the. Uh, I don't know. The thing I remember most about it is the way they did the um, the way they did the bot the um, bottles as the uh, as the window. Yeah, yeah. Just, I love the I'm now. I'm now not sure whether I've read the book Are or you just seen the TV show. Yeah. I'm sh- I was sure I'd read the book and now I'm not. Just say you've read the book. Yeah, yeah or I do it all the time. We, we won't tell anyone. Yeah. No one will ever know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read it, but I'm like, I have read it because I've watched the six hour long TV miniseries. Yes, same. Yeah, With John Boy Walton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And then the, the monster at the end is a big plastic spider. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit um, yeah. cheap, but. Loved it. <laughs> it was, it's good. <laughs> I've read the book. I can't remember anything that we read at school. Clive King. Uh, Clive King. Sorry. Oh, oh so Clive King. Oh, yeah. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Did he write Stick of the Dump? Yeah. 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 He was got... also, he was quite old, wasn't he? Uh, I think it was in the 90s yeah. somewhere, yeah. Oh, the other sad bit of news, but it's absolutely not book related. So it's kind of, it's 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 on topic for the podcast, in that it's not books. The, the Bagpuss Man. <coughs> oh, yeah. Bagpuss Man. Oliver Furman. Yeah. Oliver Furman. He must have been Furman. old as well. Yeah, he was old, and, and he had a, a, a beard and everything. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> is that the mark of age? <laughs> yes, there's quite old people in the audience. <laughs> yeah, you get a beard and your ears get bigger. I think mm. that's good. Oh, no, 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 the ears thing. Immortality. Yes. Definitely a bad idea because your ears never stop going. Oh, so your nose. Yeah, you just everyone would look like a beagle. <laughs> oh, BFG. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, but you would just. It but you'd be, be the a rest normal of sized you. person with yeah. like Mass. enormous. Beagle friendly giant. Dumbo. You all become Dumbo. Oh. You're jumping off. They are. They are. Yeah, I saw the trailer. How? I don't know, but well, the same way they've done Jungle Book. Yeah, I hate Dumbo. By the way, yeah, I'm saying I hate it. Dumbo that has the pink elephant. Yeah, I'm sure I read somewhere that that was actually meant to be a completely different film, and they just kind of had it and they put it in. It's from. I want to say it was from like Fantasia or something. The idea came. Yeah, the idea was from another film, and then they put it into. Put it into that one. It's genuinely terrifying. Yeah, I can't watch it. Disney films in that era are terrifying. The 70s, yeah, oh yeah, the 50s, 60s, and 70s Disney's are like either really sad or really scary. So yeah, like Pinocchio, terrifying. Dumbo, terrifying and sad. Bambi, traumatizing. Absolutely, fox and hound. Oh yeah, terrible. Why are you trying to make kids cry? It's <laughs> preparing them for life. Yeah. Of course, I, I have. Yeah, but then the nineties, we had animals of farthing woods. Yeah. So I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, news. Um, I, don't, I didn't want to say this is book news. I don't. Um, the twenty twenty World Con in New Zealand in twenty twenty has changed their dates uh, by about two weeks because they got bumped by someone that's going to give them wads of cash. Yeah, the ve- the venue gave it to someone else. <laughs> the venue decided a different event was better. So they've, they've said we thought about it really hard and decided it's so, like, mm, I don't think you were given that option. No, no. The, the, the other thing is going to give you money for like six months for some big, massive exhibition thing. Mm. But uh, New Zealand 2020 is currently unopposed um, and is about to probably get to win its vote in about a month's time. That's everybody exactly just thinking hobbits yeah go and see the hobbits they are building a lot of the marketing around this yeah because you can totally go and do that while you're there uh, yeah. i don't like hobbits i find them quite annoying even like they, sam the little boot boy the hairy feet thing freaks me out mm. okay oh, i just think shabby feet i have a friend i have a friend who literally has hobbit feet and it's it, Worries me. Yeah. You, you wear sandals, I'm like, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Put some socks on, come on. Yeah. Okay, alternative, uh, okay, alternative spin on the trip. You get to invade the Shire. <laughs> you can deal with the Hobbit. You can do the bit they left out. Yeah. 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 Go on the Shire, yeah. The, the, the riders, they do have like a really the black cloak and thing. I'd like that. The riders of RJ. Yeah, yeah. this could happen. I'm <laughs> not sure I'm up to a horse though. Maybe a donkey. <laughs> More my speed. Horses are a bit tall. I could, I could lead an invasion of the Shire on donkeys. <laughs> but then they, <laughs> they could capture the donkeys because they'd surely be rideable for a hobbit. Mm. I don't That's... care how this happens. I just demand full <laughs> photo coverage. <laughs> but the thing is, to got to get to New Zealand. So we've all got to plan to write a really successful book or a novella. Or a novella, yeah, about a talking to hour. Um, <laughs> just that, that will get us to our publishers to send us to New Zealand. 
Do there's no such thing? No well, hopefully this is true now I'm saying it. I'm pretty sure I read it in a science thing. Not no just such, like a magazine. Are you going to say no such thing as New Zealand? No, there's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> British bees. All our bees what? died during one of the world wars. And so all the bees in England are actually from New Zealand. They brought us a load of bees from there. Were our bees fighting for us in the world war? I think it was something <laughs> to do with what happened, but they all, they all died. So we yeah. had to repopulate. It's like the Sheffield Pals. The Sheffield Pals are all wiped out and the honeybees. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly in the song. <laughs> <laughs> they followed the Queen. Like, oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> I watched every single one of them die. <laughs> the little striped body's like. <laughs> Right, everyone stop upsetting Adrian. This is very <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I thought he was laughing, but it is tears. <laughs> 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 it's it's definitely, yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely not got TV though. In adjacent Worldcon news, um, apparently there's been some slight stories out about Trump's travel ban that he might put in DC in 2021. DC in 2021 is going to win because the woman behind that bid has had two or three bids that have not won and everybody's like, it is your time, love. So she's going to win. Yeah, but we said that about Leonardo DiCaprio and it still took about 20 years. Yeah. No, the DC 2021 is going to win because it's also opposed and will come be, it's just to take like a decade these days to get off the ground. When was the last time Worldcon was opposed? Because I feel like every time we bring up a Worldcon bid, it's always followed by, is unopposed. They have been a few times. It's just, yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know about historic ones, but there's competition for 2022, definitely, mm. and possibly 2023. Um, UK is going for 2024. Yeah. We'll be dead by then, surely. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like an exhausting amount of time away. Yeah. 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 We've got a con committee. We must, it must happen. Unless it's in sort of the, the UK or Ireland or maybe France, it's very unlikely it ever going because it's quite expensive, really. Ed <laughs> <laughs> and Al went to Helsinki. Yeah, yeah. As did Ross, who's going to team. I went to Helsinki. Yeah. 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 Helsinki's kind of doable. Europe's just, just yeah, doable. Just yeah, but America and New Zealand, that's not sure New Zealand even exists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not sure I want to go to America at the moment because it might check my Twitter. Yeah, I'm not even going to list the reasons that I don't go <laughs> to the US right now, but I'm sure the audience have uh, got a, uh, who have seen me have got a glaring uh, have got a glaring option one as to why I'm not going to America. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go while that guy's president um, On the plus side, this means I can save up for New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Which is much sexier and has hobbits. Then. Yeah. And doesn't have, have um, terrifying spiders like Australia does. No. It's just got the odd little earthquake. Yeah. That's fine. But then on the other side, the, 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 as long as it stays the island, it's fine. And oh. a kiwi with a crossbow. What? A kiwi with a crossbow. Yeah, nobody played New Zealand Story. How does that oh even work? With the little, the yeah, little tiki. Guys. It was yeah, it was great. I haven't thought of that for years. No, New Zealand have got loads of ground-dwelling <laughs> birds because yeah. they don't have a 
huge amount of predators. It so loads of the birds oh, they have don't crossbows. need to fly. Yeah. Actually, it's not a crossbow. Yeah. It's not a crossbow. It's just fly. a so just regular bow. Yeah. But with his little feathery, you know, just yeah, but their wings are tiny. The, the arrows, yeah, he was kiwis and nullify. I'm yeah. sure it's called like a capybara or something. Oh, oh, yeah. And they yeah. just make the little like <laughs> humph noise. Yeah. Yeah. Are they the ones that eat sheep? No, the parrots like, eat sheep. About, how would it eat a sheep? They, they land on the back of the sheep it, and they just. And they all carry yeah. it away. Slowly. <laughs> yeah. no, no, they, they, they literally eat them alive. I feel like this is some sort of story they tell sheep uh, to make sure yeah. they're back on their pens at night. You know, oh, don't go out there. You'll get you'll, you'll get carried away by the. They don't fly. How do they get on top of they the sheep? They climb up the fur and, and they kind of just. How? Not, they jump off the rock. No, on the backs. This is the thing. I've not. I might have just dreamt it, but I probably haven't. <laughs> it, it's okay, children. Back to your pens. It'll be fine. Um, just, uh, just don't go let's out. Let's take this opportunity to plug Dublin 2019, which will happen um, in August 2019. You should definitely come to the opening ceremony if you're going. It's going to be great. Where are you doing? Oh, is that because you're working on it? I'm directing it. Yeah. <laughs> are we going to have another? Uh, are we going to have Daniel Craig and the Queen doing the Bond thing again? <laughs> Jumping out ne- of the next episode of that. We, we, Did you at least get Rowan Atkinson? We are at the point <laughs> of approaching people to host both the retro Hugos and the present Hugos. Uh, and let me tell you, there are some genuinely very exciting names on that list. And I can't tell you who any of them are in case they do or don't The say thing yes. is, I know you, so I could probably work out some of the exciting, uh, some of them exciting because you want to make sex on them. Twitter oh, following all the threads. Yeah. It wasn't right. It's like car crash though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, oh. You just like, what are you doing, Mom? So, so stupid thing to do. Yeah. You can't take it back. science in the 80s. Yeah. It yeah. certainly is. Yeah. So I remember it well. Yeah. yeah. And did they make like a mini series as well? I think they might have done, yeah. It sounds yeah. vaguely familiar. It was Kelly LeBron. Kelly LeBron, yeah. 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 I shouldn't know that. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get anywhere with those, but um, hopefully somebody will actually oppose this one because people know about it. We then move on to like four, I know, five. I know what we're moving on to. We're moving on to the Kia, the sheep-eating parrot. What? what? <laughs> That's on Wikipedia. Oh. Did you just write that? Quiet for a while. Now the Kia, the sheep-eating parrot, lives in New Zealand. It looks like a well-mounted parrot. Flying parrot. Well-mounted. Nests in burrows or crevices among the roots. Um, 
That sounds like non Can solve logical puzzles. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're cleverer uh, than I am. The time's um, possible. Yeah. This thing sounds um, like some sort of criminal mastermind. Yeah. Must be on a green... See, this is what happens. We have a big space that doesn't have enough predators and the birds start eating sheep. Yeah. It doesn't say... Well, there's a lot of sheep in New Zealand. There there there's, there's a lot of them together. Yeah, my, my partner is um, Welsh she? and once told me that New Zealand was based on Wales. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely idea. It's like the sequel to Wales. Yeah. <laughs> Wales 2. <laughs> Isn't Wales 2 Patagonia? Like, quite seriously, yeah. it's like the only place in the world other than Wales where they speak Welsh because of all the missions. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Mm. That's a good fact. I didn't know that. Do more people speak Welsh there than in Wales? That would be a better No. Oh, okay. Is that because Patagonia only has like five people there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, there is education amongst the tangents. We've all learned a thing. I've learned at least three today. Three whole things. Sheep eating parrots. Um, the name of the man that wrote Stig of the Dump. Yeah. TB Purple Tears. Yeah. 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 God, this is educational. It is. Yeah. The Queen we doesn't have be, any corgis. Yeah, the Queen doesn't have any corgis because she hates them. Um, <laughs> and and, and Emmerdale Farm smells like shit. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, also, it is a farm. Yes. So you quite quite authentic. Mm. Yeah, but, the, but again, in world, there's not really a farm anymore, is there? Is there, is there a farm in Emmerdale? There must be. Where do the dingles live? There must <laughs> be dingles. Do you think? Do you think they did? I don't think they ever did much farming in the first no. place, did they? Do you think originally it was called Emmerdale Sewage Farm? <laughs> and that was just kind of edited out along the process before it was made. Because it's not called Emmerdale Farm anymore. It's not been called Emmerdale Farm, farm for no. years. No. It's this, just called Emmerdale. Is yeah. this like the Jefferson Airplane of the of the British soap world or something, which is, you know, becomes Jefferson, you know, Emmerdale, Emmerdale Starship. Emmerdale. <laughs> Soon to just be Starship. Yeah, in 250 years' time, it will be Emmerdale Starship. <laughs> It'll just be E. I'll be up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, have have Jen and, and Jem had a chance to consider what their talking animals will oh. be? Oh, um, you know what? You know those dickhead cats that lie in the middle of the road and everyone has to drive around them? Yeah. I've got one on my estate and he just lies <laughs> in the road and everyone drives around. Oh, I want to know what he's thinking. He's Is like, that where you got the idea for the cat in Defender? Just you wish you could stay I, it in? <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. I get a lot of flack for that cat. Um, I do actually really like cats, but they are dickheads. Oh no, they are. But I think that's undisputable. Why I like them. Yeah. But I would like to know all their dickish. It's not the poor cat's fault. It doesn't commentary. have a flashing yellow light and a diversion. But you know what the thing no, is? Because cats are dicks, they would learn to talk, but not tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They go. Mm-mm. That would be interesting. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go for cats, but now I think I need to go for something different. Mm. Jen's face is just like it's too like big it's, a question. it's really hard it though is isn't it oh, no. yeah. I was thinking maybe uh, I, again I feel like you know this is significant because Adrian's in the room but I feel like spiders like because I you know I, I will kill any spider on site in my house but I feel like if I could have a conversation with them about it you know and say look mate <laughs> I know you're just trying to do your thing but you freak me out uh, and you need to go outside and then we would have a peaceful resolution instead of me. Um, that would be good. I could yeah. get behind that. Yeah, I saw cool. a, a meme once that it was just—it was like a picture of a spider's face. It was like, "Have you ever considered that a spider might think you're just an excellent roommate?" Oh. <laughs> I was like, "Ah." Oh. Uh. <laughs> 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 
what yeah. though if you did that and, and you just went all right and, and then it got to the door and it was out and, and you were watching him go and he just turned around and went i'll be back when you're asleep <laughs> <laughs> They could talk. They'd also probably make one of the most effective spy networks on the planet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is that like the Twilight Garden? Oh, from one hundred and one dimensions. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Mm. I love that story. I, lo- I love that idea. That they were, that that's what the Garden's all about. They're all talking to each other. I watched Aristocats for the first time in a while recently, and I didn't realise that Aristocats is one hundred and one <coughs> dimensions, but with, but with cats. cats. <laughs> it's literally exactly the same. Is there one hundred and one cats in it? No, and not literally jazz. exactly. The same. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of nearly exactly the same. <laughs> they never revealed the true number of their network. <laughs> this show's gone very Disney, so. It has. Yeah. Um, I now have literally five pages of news about book awards. I can't believe we're still in awards season. It, it just it appears never to end. Yeah, I was going to say I feel like it just doesn't end. Yeah. No. Um, S sheet says British Fantasy Society Awards nominations are exciting. I mean, I do. <laughs> Me and Jen think they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we think they are as well yeah. um, because we're nominated too. Mm-hmm. But we are also yeah. our category also <laughs> we're, we're nominated for best audio but our category also includes um, the BBC for um, Neil Gaiman's Anansi Boy uh, it's got tea and jeopardy in it. It's yeah, got breaking Alistair, the glass slipper, ivory tower, pseudopod. Breaking the glass slipper and it's a great category. It's a great category. So it's great to be here. Yeah, lovely to be nominated. Thank you very much for that. But like literally, it's great to be to be there. Like when I saw the list, it was a little bit mind blowing. And we still get to have a lovely weekend in Chester. So. We do. However, whilst we got you all here, worship us. Um, but, uh, awkward. Um, RJ and Jen, you're in the category together, aren't you? There's, you're yeah, both yeah, nominated yeah. for the same award at one point. It's okay, because yeah. I'm dead set. I know what award I want for this year. Um, Do I you want, want newcomer? I want, no, I want the Adam Roberts Clean Sweet Award for being nominated for loads of stuff and not winning. <laughs> 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 that's, just, that's what I'd quite like. I don't have a really but cool. then you've won one. Yeah, but it, doesn't, it only exists in my head. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah. So, it exists in a lot of people's heads now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take a picture of the imaginary award on the mantelpiece. I think we're going to have a dance. It's going to really get you when it turns up, isn't it? Other things which are happening worldwide are the 2018 Edge Hill Short Story Prize shortlist. Um, which appears to originate from Edge Hill University and is, of course, therefore being awarded in London. Despite the fact that Edge Hill's in Ormskirk. Yes. Does it mention the James White Short Story Award? Um, I've got the John W. Campbell Memorial Award finalists. I've got the Australian Shadow Awards winners. Um, no, that's another page. I think that's good. It, it has some very distinguished judges. Does oh. the James White Short Story Award? Was that actual book news? Yeah, was actual, yes, on topic. Get out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> also, I'm sure that was news we didn't know. Yeah. I think it's only just been announced. It's me, Una McCormick, and the other lady. I'm sorry, lady. I've got your name, and you're really good. But yeah. So what's what's that award for? 
short stories. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm judging the short story award as well, but I can't remember what it's called, so I won't bring it up. <laughs> but so can you imagine if Jen is the one you've forgotten? <laughs> 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 right, that's it. Oh, Outside. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, show us your best judging face. That's my continual face. I'm always no, judging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> judging everyone all the time. Again, Russ, great radio. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> it's quite nice because I've read these short stories, and, and in each short story, I, there has been something in it that I've just thought, I wish I'd written that. Oh, that's nice. It is. I'm going to make sure nobody ever reads them. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like just one one award or the different categories? It's, well, it's, it's to do with Interzone. I should know more than this about it. Uh, <laughs> it's to do with Interzone. Um, and I was asked to judge it. There's just one award and there's, there's six short stories in print. It's Judge Blind. I don't know who's written any. How'd you read it? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Can you just edit that out? Because that was weird. So disappointed you also. I think we should edit out your apology because I thought that was really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so yeah, John, John W. Campbell Memorial Award finalists. Um, there's loads of them, um, including uh, Stars of Legion by Cameron Hurley, um, New York 2140 by Kim Stanley Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, by Jeff Vandermeer, and then there's like loads of others. Like Have you um, heard about that amazing new book, book group that started on Twitter called Read Women SF? No, tell us more about that. It's yeah. um, it's <laughs> a really long book group monthly that um, you can pretty much drop, hop on and hop off. Would you like to say like a read really long, like a buzz? <laughs> so it's like I went, I did a Women of the World um, panel a few months ago, and I realised that actually I'm woefully underread with uh, women writers for sci-fi so for the rest of the year i'm solely just reading women written science fiction yeah but i i do it on twitter so the hashtag is read women sf and just every month at the moment we're, we're reading ancillary justice by Anne lecky because it was um tying into the awards so i uh, think it's the Arthur C. Clarke Awards this month. Ah, so we did a, a poll of who wanted, like, of all different, um, either previous winners or nominated books in previous Arthur C. Clarke. That's such a good book. Great and book. we decided to read Unlucky. Yeah. So next month we're doing a Becky Chambers because Becky Chambers' new book is out. So it's very topical. Yeah. Not sure you're allowed to talk about it here then. <laughs> it's too topical. Yeah, too topical. <laughs> Um, so, yes, which leads us back to, has Jen come up with a talking animal? I did, I, it was spiders, maybe. Yeah. Spiders. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. it was you. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh. uh. I think geese. There's a flock of, there's some flocks of geese in random places in Manchester. So there's and a flock of geese as you go out toward Lancos. Yeah, you can't walk past them. No. You get stuck on the canals. Yeah. So if you could just ask them, yeah. are you going to attack me? Yeah. They're going to say yes or no. Yeah. And also the ones in Media City who, who <laughs> genuinely stop traffic as they just wander into the middle of the They're quite scary geese, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Are those the ones that have teeth? Do no. they? I was, I was once in a pub. Don't geese have teeth? Penguins have teeth. I was once in a pub a long time ago and we were quite drunk and there was an old man at the end of the bar. And I'm Did he turn out to be a penguin? No, no, but he <laughs> randomly stood up looked at us with this really intense, serious face, and then he raised his arms in the air and went, Geese, peck your knees! <laughs> <laughs> sat down as if nothing had just happened. And we were just like, 
that's probably factually correct. <laughs> this sounds like the chorus of some sort of anthem that we never got somewhere. That's because we didn't get them to sing the final countdown. Oh, well, can we, we sing can... the final countdown, but he's. But we, geez, we've geese peck your knees now. Peck your knees. It's more of a come on, feel the noise kind of uh, yeah. scan, really. Peck, yeah, geese will peck yeah. your knees, knees of girls and boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you have an animal rats? Did you say? I didn't, but now that I'm thinking. You got away. Oh no, it's fine. No, um, it's it's got to be foxes for the simple for two for two reasons. One of which, you know, when they wake you up at three in the morning with that with, with whatever it is they're gobbing about while they're in the um, it, uh, while while they're in the street. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. it's just just sex right. Well, that, that, I, I think that's other. just what they want you to think. They're, they're organising for me. I've, I've also got a, I've also got a bit of a, I've also got a bit of a theory that over the last um, decade or so, certainly, um, certainly around, certainly at least around London and probably some other cities as well, um, they've been, uh, they've, they've been in some sort of weird turf war with cats. And I'll tell you uh, what, the reason I think uh, one of the reasons I think this is just, just, just a. Uh, um, I mean, you know, first time I got off a um, got off a bus um, after a, after a drunken night out with um, uh, heading heading back to my mum's. There's a there's a there's a bin just by the bus stop, and you know, there's a, a, a fox is in there um, eating probably that same bit of pizza that squirrel <laughs> threw away earlier, <laughs> and it just and you, you know, drops the pizza, and absolutely legs it, you know. A few years later. Same thing happened. A few few things later, years later, same thing. Get off, get off the bus, come out. Fox just sort of, I don't know, sits there, flexing, looks at me. Yeah, what? Flexing. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me a few years you're, ago, you're but some now trouble, I'm back, yeah. and I've been working out. But yeah, I just. Uh, but this this was all this was all space they wouldn't go anywhere near because you know the cats were wandering around. You you don't find them so much in the same area except every now and again when there's a bit of a bit of a rumble going down. Well, we we have a cat, little little cute cat, and he just started going outside. And he's only a year and a half old, and then he's, he's I mean he does bite me a lot, but he's quite quite sweet. Um, <laughs> and there's a big fox lives in our garden. We're a bit worried about that. And then one of the neighbours went, "Is your cat that little ginger and white one?" Yes, I said he was chasing the fox out of the garden earlier. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> This just uh, adds so to proof. Yeah, yeah. As, we, as we stagger towards the end of our allotted time session, um, Del has got a thing. Do you have a thing? Del has a thing. I bought all the lovely authors a present. Oh. It's a really, really, really shit present. Uh, <laughs> it's like literally really rubbish. Each of your presents are based on a tweet that you have done when oh. I've looked on a big Twitter deep dive. Oh, Lego. So oh, no. I'm going to give you your presents and see if you have any idea what tweet it relates to. Where's that is going? for Gem. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. Well, gift bag and everything. It's because I didn't want to wrap them. Do I have to do it right? I, you like, do. I want to know if you could tell me. I have scissors. And so just like you've wrapped it really well. No, I just put scissors on there so you You're can very organised. Thank you. And we have to, we have to run right? commentary because yeah. I have been reminded this is radio. <laughs> well, so I don't know this is what why I'm I brought scissors because we once did an unboxing and it was only when we went to do it we realised we had no way of opening the box <laughs> so just five minutes of silence <laughs> it's, it's very heavy <gasps> that is a very good oh, present oh, oh. 
Nutella. Jar of Nutella. For the readers. And my, my, <laughs> my last jar is so old, it's got all the Christmas decorations still on it. So nice. I'm, I'm probably eating like Nutella that would kill me eventually. Yeah. So it's good that I've got a fresh one. Thank you very so much. on a Twitter deep dive, mm-hmm. what tweet do you think you sent that has led to this present? Um, is it the see? I talk about Nutella a fair bit. <laughs> I know. I definitely was talking about putting it in the fridge at one point because I was advised that it turns into like a tort. The tweet I am thinking of mm. is from the first of May. Boop de boop. Hashtag Westworld and hashtag Illusion Time. I'm eating Nutella straight from the jar. Oh, <laughs> and that sounds like the best. Sophisticated. The best evening ever. That's how I roll. Um. Jen, this is your present. Wow. Yours is especially shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about signing Note for listeners: the package says this present is awesome. Oh no! Oh, oh dear! The package lies. Such <laughs> a nice bag. See, they they've got a bag now as well. Please be booze. I'm sensing disappointment to yeah, her. <laughs> I'm happy for a spoon. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Come on, we can do it. I thought for a minute it was tenor lady or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we have brand flakes. <laughs> Suggesting something Tesco branding problems. <laughs> yeah, um, I have definitely tweeted about brand flakes recently because um, I tried to I tried to replace Weepos with them, and it turns out brand flakes are shit and taste of nothing. Um, <laughs> was that what I said? I I have, on the twenty fifth of June, yesterday, me thought it would be a great idea to get brand flakes for breakfast. Yesterday, me was clearly drunk or taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I was drunk. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went into Tesco's on the way home from the pub and I was like, oh my god, I need to buy like food for tomorrow. Oh, I'll be really healthy and have brown flakes. <laughs> I genuinely, every time I eat them, I nearly choke to death. Because they're so dry. They are really dry. And now, just as you were getting to the, em- uh, the end of that last packet, you have another. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't get excited. That's just a bag that I took from my cupboard. Oh, you might need to. You know what? I've done like a, a million. Tweets and I never show up. <laughs> this is a hotel chocolat bag. Yeah. That's going to be all the hotel chocolat we have here. But. And I literally never think about what I'm. This could be anything. It could be anything. It's the wrong shape for antlers. <laughs> well, if you, if you hold the handle in a certain a way. You love antlers. I do love antlers. I've got antlers. Oh, you can't see if you're listening. I've got antlers on my name badge. So it's coming home with me. I'm in. Hey. I'm opening it. There's green. It's green wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate limes. Hey. Hey. It, it will. Do you know the chocolate? I'm going to come clean about chocolate limes. Because oh people God. think I like them. No, I bought them because <laughs> yeah, you went on a you know. Was it yeah. Newcastle? And you were just like, what the fuck are chocolate limes? We've <laughs> <laughs> got one of your chocolate limes right we're, here. We're going to be passing them around the audience. Yeah. 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 By that, he means throwing them yeah. at the yeah. audience. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, they're, they're, um, they're my... Oh, you're the Oprah of chocolate limes. And you can have a chocolate lime. And you get a chocolate limes. They're my distraction sweet. Because I usually have sweets that... Gem's bought me some... 
Oh, no, I've given it away now. James bought me some cherry colour Tic Tacs, which I love. So I, I usually have some sort of sweet that I really like on me. And people know I have sweets on me, so I always have chocolate lime, so I can say, of course you can have a sweet. Yeah, then they yeah. never ask again. Is that why you were giving people in this room chocolate limes earlier? Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, well, now you all know he doesn't love you as much as you Well, joke's on you. I like yeah. chocolate limes. Chocolate lime coming up, coming up. But I've, I've tweeted, tweeted so many about... Yeah. That was, that <laughs> you was, told, yeah. that you was told a tirade everyone. of yeah. chocolate lime anger. Incoming. Just come and get them from the front. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat one now. I'm going to have one. I just feel this is a health yeah. So... Uh, we, we are over our, our slot. Hey, we've managed now. Uh, so, if, if we can just do some goodbyes, and if you'd like to plug a thing you have for sale, that would be lovely. What is something you've got going on? Yeah. So, it's bye from me. I just do the show. Oh, God, we have not mentioned social media. We're on social, social media. media. Um, we're on Twitter, at Radio Bookworm. We're on Instagram, at Brave underscore New underscore Words. You can find us on Facebook. There's a Tumblr somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. like our, it's like our mind's palace of old <laughs> of old shows. We don't 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 find us on Tumblr. We don't know how to tumble you. So. <laughs> oh, we do. We do. I just can't be fagged. Yeah, that's that's me. I didn't have anything to plug, and then I realised we haven't actually plugged yeah. the show. Please like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> There's a chocolate lime in it for you. <laughs> oh, is it me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Plug some stuff. Oh, just, mm. Not brown flakes. Um, <laughs> buy brown flakes. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, my, I think my the paperback of the Bitter Twins comes out next month. Um, but weirdly, Waterstones um, down upstairs, downstairs have the uh, have it early. So if you wanted a tiny wee version of the enormous beast of a book that came out in March, then that's now available. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter too at R.A. Smith PSL. I would really, uh, I, I'd really love you to badger me about some uh, uh, about doing more writing or something, because you know, I, 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 I like tough muses. What can I say? Uh, yeah, just buy my books, please. That's like <laughs> any format: ebook, you know, paperback, hardback. Hunted just come out in hardback, slightly expensive, so I can understand <laughs> if you go for Defender, but. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Um, yes. So I've got. You both. Put I've bought an hour. I'm trying to clash my chocolate limes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was drama. Yeah. Um, but uh, my books are the Age of Assassins, Blood of Assassins, and King of it. Look, prepare the road. King of Assassins, which is out on um, the sixth of August. If if you would like to buy them, I'd be really happy. That'd be good. But. By Jens and 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 Gemma's as well. It's, it's, it's so shiny. But by all the books, all the books, all books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go out there and spend all your money on books. Yeah. It turns out authors quite like eating. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, uh, and I've been producer Al. Uh, please like, subscribe, and share to our podcast. Uh, and if anybody's in Manchester at the Royal Exchange on Sunday the twenty second of July, they should come and see the work and development of Witching Way which is a young adult rock um, musical concept album video. Mm. Wow. Yeah, totally come see it, it's great. Um, you've been listening to Brave New Words. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. How's anyone got a 
spoon. Just I <laughs> I'm not joking. Thank <laughs> 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 you so much, Molly. There is no spoon. Not in this room.